Hello and welcome to episode 3 of the Not Even Being Serious podcast. Today is um, just us, the original four, um, but for the for the people who enjoyed listening to Benetton and Ilya yesterday, yesterday, last week, they will be um, uploading their own sort of reaction slash review to this episode uh, very, very shortly. This week, we're speaking about feminism and we're joined by Esteban. And uh, uh, he's. Hello. He, <laughs> <laughs> hello. Um, as usual, yes. Uh, we tried to get a guest on, but that fell apart because we suck. Just as the case was in our first episode, if you have come here expecting a comprehensive, well analyzed, um, w- well rounded discussion on feminism you've come to the wrong place um who wants to kick off can i start you go i'm gonna start right so i thought to prove to everyone that we're not you know pigs and we actually respect women i thought we could all just go around and just say you know our top three favorite women in the world that we just respect because i put you on the spot i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you three women that i respect wait if your mom's not on that list She's not. My mum is obviously at the top of the list, but I just I just work for three, you know, international women who, who who are well known. Okay. First one is Galina Besharova. <laughs> okay. So who she is? Why is she at the top? Second one is Irina Malandi- Malandina. The third one is Mackenzie Bezos. Do you know what they all have in common? <laughs> oh, no. The billionaires divorced. They all got divorced and they got a fucking million. No. That's mental. Yeah. Isn't that an actual thing that like the top five women or something, richest women in the world are all from divorce? Good for them. I mean, it can't happen t- for the men as well. That's what didn't Adele like? Didn't that happen to Adele? Like her husband got all her shit when yeah. she got divorced. Yep. Yeah. Aaron, do you want to comment on that? I remember you had some strong feelings on that. I mean, the. the... I don't understand why why a spouse is entitled to to uh, whether it's half of, of, of one person's assets or, or earnings or, or like a percentage of it. I don't understand why when 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 the person who, who made the money is like like Adele and everything, she she did that by herself, she put hours in, she's obviously got talent. I mean what did that what did what did the fat fuck do? I don't, I don't think that's get? a gender I think, issue though. Yeah, I don't think that's like, I don't, just I don't, the way I don't it's, society, it's a societal issue. Yeah, I'm just, I mean, I don't know, it's a bit mad. I thought it was because legally yeah. married couples are... Everything either one or the other generates is split in the middle. No, it's because it like they say, uh, while she was making music, oh, he was supporting her. He's he's a big reason why she was able to make the music and all that stuff. So it's like entitled to a portion of her income from music. Which is bullshit. I mean, unless you stood there and hold the mic for her every fucking concert. But it's like, oh, I take care of the, the kids stress so you can go and work. During the concerts, he's, you expect the man to be the person who helps her, the husband. It's not just the performance aspect. Yeah, but still, yeah, but still like, you're not still, entitled half yeah. of her earnings. Yeah, but clearly he was. Well, he wasn't. Anyway, <laughs> right, that, well, was, that was a joke, by the way, for people who don't understand. So, um, I got I got a question to open up the discussion. It would be, um, what agitates you when you look at the media, specifically about men, women, and equality, and if you believe in equality for women but not in feminism, what's the difference? I think we should bring Piz Morgan on this show. He'll be a no, he's a cunt. You can fuck off. <laughs> he's a fucking cunt. Um, that's a good question. I would say that the same thing. It's just uh, we've we've now got a distorted like picture of feminism because of like uh, we associate radical radicalism with it. Like the same thing that happened to Islam because people who like. Did terrorist acts claim to be before or like because they're Muslim? It's the same thing. Actually, that's kind of true. 
but it's like it's like that that saying, you know, for anything, whether it's feminisms, Islam, you know, racism, it's always the the that that fucking minority that just is the loudest, and that's all the media, you know, listen to, and that's what gets portrayed all over the, all over the shop. So it's 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 tough. I think all of us agree that men, women, not just men, women. All religions, all all races should should be equal. All one hundred and one genders. And all genders, yes. I've got a question for you guys. But I don't. I think. I, <clears throat> where do you think that this this thing started? Where where men were sort of superior to women. The Bible. Thank you. That's where I think it comes. I from. think it goes before the Bible. I think that's where it comes from because because Eve was created from Adam. Yeah, but yeah, I guess it's the strength. But of it was a man. humans who wrote the Bible. I guess it's the strength of a man to be able to overpower a woman. What? Uh, and just no, I mean it started from like the beginning. The man was stronger, didn't know any better, and could overpower a woman easy easily, just because of that could feel superior. Well, if you wanna if you wanna take it down that ro- route, I think. If we take it to prehistoric times, so before the Bible, before human civilization, uh, back to the age of the hunter-gatherer, then because our basic uh, goal was survival, then that was where you first begin to see roles being attributed to the men and the women based on biological advantages that each one had. So the men would go out, and they would hunt or whatever. They would be the providers, and the women would stay behind and be the protectors of the settlement. And they would be the crucial and vital support to the the ones who would go out and bring sustenance. The problem I think happens when we begin, shall we say, evolving intelligence, and I use intelligence very loosely, and the that role, those roles. Uh, were given additional meaning or maybe you could say corrupted or twisted into this notion that later on developed into men uh, trying to assert dominance over women and then leading to the sequence of events we have now. That's why I think it predates the Bible because people wrote the Bible and it would have... Imagine, imagine, and the Bible was written by men, right? So let's just say for the sake of argument that the men who wanted to write the Bible and they wanted to get a message across and the messages being uh, follow certain rules, right? Or, you know, well, actually, no, yes. In essence, the Bible is follow these certain rules and those rules put women in their place, quote unquote. I think it has nothing to do with religion because religion is a whole other thing. The interpretation of religion again comes down to humanity. Okay, maybe I phrase it wrong. Maybe maybe I should say is it where it started? But it, that, does religion play a part in the fact that people, even to this day, feel like you know there's a, there's a there's a there's a gap between between males and females. I I because if you look at if you look at the if, countries that are like. That has the biggest gap between between rights for men and women is the Middle East. And the Middle East are very religious countries. Some some people don't let the let the women go to school. They they might have fifteen wives. They they might you know, and just and then some of them still consider them as property, where where they'd sell them to to the highest bidder. Do you know what I mean? And that's that is a okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna slew because I don't know much about that 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 culture or or its religion. But I feel like religion does have a have a, a role to play because it, it can't you can't say I don't know I, I'm an atheist so I just let's put that in there. I mean I don't know it's difficult to say if religion has is is the reason. No, I, I, I guess mean, I guess most protagonists in a way in the Bible are all male mostly except I guess Mary. I mean, um, the New Testament teaches love and peace and equality. The Old Testament is a bit different to that, so it depends what you want to go with when you say the Bible. So it's a lot, it's a lot deeper than that. 
not just. I think I think these countries you mentioned they, they it's difficult to criticize them because while there are especially compared to the West and world, while women and general society is different. I've been reading an interesting book, and if we ever go to a point where we have a podcast on moral psychology, I'll bring it up again there. <laughs> Esteban is shaking his head. No, no, no. That's the next one, mate. No, 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 no. But, but it speaks about it speaks about three basic ethics: <clears throat> the ethics of autonomy, the ethics of community, and the ethics of divinity. And essentially, what, what, go on, go on. Esteban is is doing the wanking sign. Go on. Before I elaborate, you might as well. No, 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 definitely. What's your, what's your incredulence? What, go on. Why are you reading these books? I don't get it. They're interesting. <laughs> Why yeah, did you read are. the Bible? I don't. <laughs> why does anyone read books? I read I like I, it. I, I, picked, up, I picked up the book to understand why it is so... Why politics is such a bitch. Why it's so hard for people to agree on basic things. That's why I'm reading that book. The book is called The Righteous Mind. Bro, we can't agree on where to go have lunch. Yeah, but yeah, but <laughs> I wanted I want to know the why. I don't know how our brains work, even a little bit. It's written by a psychologist. His name's Jonathan Haidt. Who wants to check it out? Anyway, long story short, these countries that you mentioned, some of the people who live there even though to us they seem to have much less rights and they're much more restrictive, they, they don't really go against it because they live in a different... They, they have different ethics to what we have. We have, we live, especially America and England and the West, we are driven by the ethics of autonomy, which is everybody should be able to do what they want and you don't really have to conform to anything you know there's, there are no roles for anybody live your life as an individual however you like but it, it, the ethics of community which is sort of the structure that permeates throughout these societies sort of is based on everybody has a role yes but one does not exist without the other and they are all critically critical to each other and the problem is that yes Usually this involves putting a male at the head. But when done properly, that is not used in an abusive manner. Now, I can't... I, because I, I heard this part of the book quite a few days ago, I'm going to stop there. But it, we have to be like... Again, it's hard to pin everything on religion and on social structure. Because even, even in those societies women in our eyes are put down but maybe in the eyes of that community they are not and i think that's worth pointing out yeah but i i could also say that they're not given the chance to fulfill their potential because of that area's you know community or, or social construct or whatever do you know what i mean yeah no that's a fair argument um i get what you're saying and yeah it's very true like like we we don't have the first that's kind of like saying uh, slave owners didn't think they were doing anything wrong kind of attitude though, isn't yeah, because it? Because uh, no. uh, then it was considered, you know, okay, because everyone was doing it. Nah, because slave owners didn't think that their slaves were human, so they treated them like animals. Exactly, yeah, so in their, the mind, for women in their mind, well. they thought that was okay. That's what you just said. Yeah, about... but that's not what's happening in these other countries. This is the thing. Even in, in say, these, uh, say you know, areas of, of, of very strict Muslim rule where women are, are supposed to cover up uh, and, you know, if a, if a man touches another man's wife, the man gets completely fucked. Yeah, but so does the woman. No. Yes, they do. She's not punished. No, there's a lot of cases where they do. Sometimes well, sometimes, do. yes, but the law doesn't say punish the woman. That's because her husband is probably some next insecure yeah, dickhead. Yeah, but what about this uh, being able to have like 20 wives kind of a thing and pick and choose? Isn't that like objectifying them and taking away rights from these women? That's Possibly, but again, I think it depends on the execution of how this shit is done. And I'm not, I'm not really saying I condone this, but it's a different point of view. Yeah. So you said earlier 
that uh, everyone should be able to do what they want. Do you think everyone can do what they want? Or do you think that based on gender, some people are better equipped for certain activities? Well, I think feminism at the end of the day, when, it, when they ask, when they say we want equality, there's a difference between equality and sameness. They're not saying men and women are the same. They're saying so men saying... and women should be equal and not in everything, in just basic human yeah, that's, rights, that's opportunities. The, that's the actual like definition of feminism. But yeah. like, uh, then you have radical feminism like what Esteban is saying, which is, uh, you know, that men and women are completely the same in every way. And like, there's no like, physical or anything like that like differences which is which is okay fine but again the key word there is radical i mean at the end of the day nobody should listen to radical anything and i think too many people like to give more importance or more voice to radical views because it allows them to support their argument which might be more open-minded or more close-minded it doesn't matter but if you want me to, if, if you want me to say if, if men and women are more equipped to, to certain things, then yes, I would say women are more equipped to give birth. Nice to know. But it's not. It's not just. It's not just that. It's because uh, we read a book, Blink, right? Yeah. And in that book, there was a part of 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 that book that says that. It's not just the ability of, of said person, it's also it's also what they look like. So there was a part where where like say there's five candidates for a CEO to become a new CEO for to be uh, for for a promotion, right? There's five candidates. The most likely person to get it is gonna be the tall white male. Damn it. I'm regardless, sure. regardless of what's on their C V, regardless of experience, regardless of that's just because that's how, I don't know if it's society, I don't know if it's the financial sector, they just feel like that tall white male is more equipped to do the job. Whether in reality he is or isn't, it's just, it's just that, that's, that I think needs to change. That I th you, can't, you can't possibly pick someone based on just their looks. You've got to take into account everything. You can take into account, you have to take into account what they've done, what their, what their drive is, regardless of their men or women. And I feel like I feel like women. Um, there's a lot of women in power who, who who deal with it very well and who can who don't abuse it and who who use their power for good. There, there's so many examples of this. I um, there, there's uh, I wrote some things down that um, that have to do with feminism, right? So we all agree that um, that men and women should have equal uh, legal rights, correct? Yes. Um, it should it should go for like uh, for voting as well, correct? Correct. Body integrity. Yes. Yes. Okay. See, I agree with this. Equal pay is up there. Now, then then I, I get to this bit and, and I got a bit dumbfounded because I'm like reproductive rights. Oh, this is a big debate. Are you talking about things like abortion? abortion. Yeah. Abortion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big point of contention. Yeah. So well, let's talk about it. That 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 got me when I was reading. I'm like, okay, this would be interesting to talk about. So so Esteban, what do you think about? <laughs> All right, Tano. Then what's your opinion on this? About what? What exactly? What did you see so, that dumbfounded you? So so well, basically, so I was reading about this in reproductive rights and abortion, and and for me, I read a bit about it, and it said sometimes women weren't even given the choice whether they wanted to keep the child or not. Yeah. And yeah, I'm like, that still happens in many countries today. It does, yes. I want to get your opinion on that. Should it be a consensual thing? Should the man be forced? Should it be on all the woman's choice? Well, well this isn't I, just a gender problem I because it's her, it's her life. It's her like life on, uh, or like death kind of yeah, but problem like, as well. But like Esteban said, it still happens in in country in various countries today where the women are forced. Yeah, but. Then they're not just forced but, because the like the man wants a thing. They're forced because they believe uh, uh like they believe that even at 
two weeks old that an embryo is a has it's, it's, it's like a life. killing it's how, about, killing how about this then how about we simplify the issue should let's take the united states of america should in all 50 states should the women have the option to have an abortion without worrying whether or not it's legal well it should be legal in your opinion it should be yeah do you think it do you think there's a case for abortion to be illegalized to become outlawed i mean there comes a point where you have to like you can't just say legal illegal like i feel you have to look into how was the baby conceived was it rape was it with consent how the age not just look at someone who's 18 and they go maybe have one night stand don't know who the father is there's a lot more it's a lot more complicated than someone coming and saying oh I'm pregnant, months pregnant, don't want the baby anymore. Let's yeah, get rid of it. But how about, uh, but is what you're talking about, like, that's the decision that the, the woman or the mother has to make by herself. But I'm talking about whether or not she should have the, she should even be given the option. Because say, say she takes all those things into account and at the end of the day, <clears throat> she decides, I don't want to keep this baby for X, Y, Z. Should she then not be allowed have an abortion it is murder though yeah but it's not when it's earlier though like i get after like a few months you might say the baby's forming and then you can say oh it's an actual life but early on it's not and if you get it like i don't know probably even the first two months you you could probably still have an abortion and it's it would be fine you know i wouldn't consider it like you're killing a life and even if you you really like argue against that it's still the gen- the feminist issue is that it's still her own body and she can do whatever the fuck she wants with it. Yeah, it's her own body, but in her body, there's another body that she's taken or making a choice That's for. That's the point, not yet. Like, it hasn't been five months. It's not, the body hasn't formed yet. It's literally an embryo. It's an egg. Again, I, I, I still feel like that's taking the, the point and going in a whole other discussion with it. Whether or not an embryo is a, is a alive or yeah, but I feel or like that's the whole point of abortion. Nah, no, it's not because to have the option, like not worry about about you know going to jail for deciding. You know, I don't want to have that's, this thing this inside is, me this anymore. This is the reason it's illegal though, because people believe embryos are lives and they don't want to kill the life. That's the whole reason it's it's illegal. Well, then I just want to to say that you believe it's it should be legalized means that you uh, you believe that it should be illegal means that you're against killing an embryo. That's the whole point. Yeah, well, no, I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to say against... that that's not what the discussion should be. Yeah, but it's not, like, you're saying what we see it as, but Thanos sees it as... Two separate things. Yeah, he's yeah, looking I'm at saying, from a different, I'm, I'm as a woman's choice. Aaron, you've been awfully quiet. Yeah, I'm just thinking, because... It's, it's, it's one thing... It's one thing ending a life... But it's another thing bringing it into this world and not giving it an actual proper life. Do you know what I mean? That's a good segue. Yeah. If you want to segue into something. Yeah, I don't know. That's just what I was thinking of, so I thought I'd just say it. Let's digress. Well, hang on. All right, let me, let's go on to something kind of similar. I don't know. Um, what about this thing that for males, it's very easy for us to, to find contraceptives at a low cost, but for women, they have a tax on 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 sanitary products and it's much harder for them to 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 come across this stuff that's a bit weird i don't know enough about i did not know that well there's there's a i think i think this is how it works and and i'm not sure about this it's also harder for women isn't it it's harder for women to find access to things like tampons and period pads and other stuff and while contraceptives and contraceptives as well. It's easier for us to, to fucking walk into yeah, anywhere. Yeah, I feel like condoms. it's easier to like make them as well than I'm guessing. I think the argument you were trying to make no, was for sanitary products is that they're a necessity and they shouldn't be taxed as much as they are. Like they're taxed as like, you know, goods when they should be 
taxes necessities, and that's the problem. What? There's this one country that's is really that is that is that is that how thing? Hang on. You 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 two now are gonna help me out here. I'm is that how shit is taxed? Is there like categories for it? There's pretty much. It. Yeah, depending on what the item is, there's a different amount of tax on it. Like, yeah, things that are considered like necess- necessities that people need are taxed less. Okay. If there's any tax. And and I think, in the way that they're taxed, I mean people like. They're saying that, oh, these aren't necessities when for women they are. I think that's the issue. What was the country that made is going to make it available to every single school girl? And they're going to provide it for yeah, them? That's something that Canada would do. It is. It but is. I feel like it's something Iceland would do as well. Yeah, you know. Or New Zealand. Yeah, and that, that's, that's, that's good, you know. And, and I mean, I didn't know about this taxing, I think, I'm being honest with you. No. Yeah, well, I, it was something that was brought up to me by a friend of ours. Actually, we should check that. I'm going to check that. Go on, fact-checking on the job. See how much... Money. I think it's taxing on sanitary, on sanitary product compared to something to do with us. So there's a, there's a, there is a discrepancy there because we wouldn't have been brought up if no, there wasn't. It's, taxing on it. it's 5%, which is smaller than the usual 20. Or is it 17 now? What's five percent? Yeah, tax. Yeah, VAT tax. Yeah, VAT. I'm still lost. Value added tax. No, so no. You we'll make it. something. It costs one hundred pounds. Yeah. If it's a five percent tax, it means you sell it for hundred and five. The five goes to the government, and the hundred goes to the company. Okay. I do remember this being an issue brought up, though. Like what you said. I just can't remember exactly how, like what the problem was. Anyway, the reason the reason I brought it up is because we have these things that we've just spent like two, three minutes, especially myself, deliberating over. Whereas for for women who who this sort of issue affects, you know, they're not in a position where they can sort of make the decisions yeah. and and make their lives easier. I mean, it's five percent. It's a small amount, but I feel like it should still be zero. Yeah. Yeah, but then like, and we weren't even fucking aware of this. Yeah. No, I feel like there should be zero. Um, like reading a few like things online about feminism, I've, I've realized that there's like, actually, sorry. It's this five percent tax is to be scrapped in the UK. It's because it's they something they've been campaigning for yeah. for a long time. That's a dog. Gonna get rid of it. That's it's a, a big, big dog. That's a big win. Yeah, it's about small amounts of money. They are going to save something though. But yes. you're, you're saying it's not going to make that much of a difference? Yeah, I feel like yeah it, but I feel like it's... It's a shithouse. No, I feel like it's doing the right thing, even if it doesn't make a difference. Yeah, it's just that thing. It's just like the principle. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah, but... And I think, I think that that, all, that alone would just, would just make a difference. Do you know what I mean? I mean, like you said, if it's not that much of, of a difference, whether, it's whether, whether they lifetime. have that. They voted for to make it uh, like harder for women to basically get abortions. I remember this. Or you made completely illegal. I can't remember. They like scrapped Planned Parenthood. I think that's what it's called. Something like that. that. Planned Parenthood. Yeah. So the. (laughs) Can't sorry. uh, That's just what the abortion movement in America. It's like clinics, basically. Yeah. It's like what clinics. Clinics, abortion oh. clinics. Oh, okay. <laughs> I heard clinics. Yeah. Shout out to so, the tissues. So, like, it's not, it's not. At least the mean, it means the message is being heard. But I guess it. This is the thing with every social issue. They campaign and they get like little victories, and it needs to keep going and keep going and keep going. Women have been campaigning for equal rights since the nineteenth century. It's the twenty-first century now. Yeah, but if you if we if you go back, you can. S- like you can see there's a lot has been done because yeah, back course. then the same the same thing we can say about black people yeah yeah but you can also say that was okay. it last year literally that, anything yeah but last year wasn't it uh in the thing about abortion i can't remember which state it was alabama i don't think it was alabama not completely going in that direction no you see that that went obviously backwards in, in the sense of feminism so what were you going to say before I was just gonna say that I basically like seen that there's like like there's like there's like categories of feminism or like people like uh like arguing 
who who has suffered from misogyny and it's basically mostly to do with like transgender people mm. and like there's like a massive like uh debate between like uh i'm gonna say cis women and transgender women okay like saying that uh <laughs> say saying uh like basically that uh uh transgender women don't actually suffer from misogyny like this is a lot of act uh a lot of like cis women's stance can you not please not okay cis women. hang on yeah, it's women hang on this this thing so are you saying are you gonna are you speaking just between uh cis and trans women oh my god why are you calling them cis women it's like making it not okay to be born what you are. I'm not. No, no. that's not what it no. is. No, I can't. I don't want to. When we get to trans, when we get to trans, when we get to the trans subject, no, I'm, oh. I'm sorry. All right. Let me just. Man, speak. woman. Okay. Trans woman. Okay. Why does it have to be a cis woman? This is a stuff. just 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 no, to differentiate. This is the type of stuff I'm that I'm gets you fired. Do you know why? Do you know why? Do you know why? Do you know why you have to throw cis in there? Right? I don't because, want to hear it. No, because if if, if me yeah, and Harry, explain it, if me know. and Harry right now, if I said, oh, so you're saying the the discussion between women and trans women? That's like me saying trans women are not women. Where that's literally the whole point of what they're trying to no, do. No, yeah, I feel like this is some snowflake shit. Right? No, that, no look, not, this is, no, this is, this is just perception. Like, I, whether or not I agree with it is irrelevant. It makes sense in my head. It, you're basically like... You have to, you have to consider call, these new things. Calling, calling uh, women who aren't transgender actual women and saying transgender women is like saying transgender women aren't accepted in society as women. Like... You know, they're, they're, like they've changed to want to be a woman now, and we're saying, like, we don't accept that. Like, that's what you're that's saying. That's also transphobic. No, it's not. It is transphobic. It's not. It is. No, it's not. Yes, it no, is. No, no, no. Listen, it's we'll not. come back to this, fam. Really not. Are you trying to say that there's, there's, there's a division in the women community between who suffers between misogyny the most? Because no, I've seen it as well. No, because, like, transgender women say, oh, uh, Does everyone want to suffer nowadays? Women, like, yeah, it, women. A like, battle between who's <laughs> been through more. Women, it's like, uh, people it. who are transgender, like argue that uh, that women who change from women to men, they obviously suffer from misogyny when they used to be women, and men who change from men to become women suffer from misogyny because later on they become women. Right. And uh, what? Uh, like cis women say is is that no you don't you don't actually suffer from misogyny because because you 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 were a man and you didn't have to deal with that well i mean if the, if you've seen people having those types of arguments i really feel that's a waste of energy people are people really, really feel... people really get uh like riled up about this and i've seen that there's a whole term uh, like justifying this group of people, and it's called turf. Have you seen it? Oh, I've seen that term, but I never really it's, looked into it because it, I knew it pissed me off. It's uh, I forgot. It's it's, it's something. Uh, it's an I don't look it up. It's transgender exclusionary radical feminists. Trans exclusionary radical feminists. So, so they these exclude... are feminists that exclude trans women. Yeah, there's in everything. There's genuinely It's basically like a new That's type mad. of hate group. Like people who are it's like really the KKK liberal. for women, like trans women now. Basically, yeah. it's like really like a li like liberals say that this is a hate group for trans people. Yeah, I've seen. You know what? It's interesting. In the past, right? So, in my in my very minimal research, I came across um, the suffrage the suffrage suffrage movement, and. Um, it was driven by white upper to middle class women and they in themselves, yes, of course, they fought for and accomplished incredible things when it pertains to women's rights, but they were themselves, at least some of them, very racist. They used nativist arguments to obtain some of their, uh, to obtain some of their goals, saying things like, oh, if the Italian immigrant man is allowed to vote then i should be allowed to vote as an american woman and you know even though they achieved passing things like the 19th amendment which 
which is the amendment that denies states the, the ability to block women from voting, black women could not vote until the civil rights movement in the 1960s. So even... It's funny that you mentioned the fucking turf thing because it just shows that even now we reflect history and we don't fucking learn from it. Yeah, and, and the thing is that this is like massive for like this group of people for like children and like how they're raised because people have this like massive arguments for how you should uh, like go about um, when you're like your son, you have a son and he sees a Barbie and he likes it and he starts playing with it and maybe he sees a skirt and he decides to put it on and they have like this uh, movement of like oh do you do you say no you can't play with that you're a boy or do you say yeah play with whatever the fuck you want to play with or do you say oh or there's people who say oh you like all these things maybe he's a transgender child who wants to be yeah, actually wants to be a woman I don't agree with that that, that really bothers me Again. let the kid do what the kid wants to do and when I think when they're of age, not when they're 12, when they're at least 16, 17, and they like have some like logic behind them and they can understand that a life choice, making a choice like that will affect their life, then open up that subject. You grew up with like three sisters. Did you ever like wear makeup? They made me, yeah. There's one picture where they actually dressed me up and put makeup on me. But I was Did like, they make you or was that your own choice? No, they made me. But, no, 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 they like, made me, but I definitely posed after for a photo. <laughs> and the photo is somewhere in this house, which I definitely would not show you. But, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing, like, they say that, uh, like, it's this is, like, a massive issue, like, for you people. You turned out all right? I did pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> you still got the horrific facial hair that we mentioned in episode one. It's not going away, baby. Uh, yeah, and, and it's, like... Do and, and this is like a massive thing for women or like girls in general, like when they're young, of like boxing them into this, oh, you can only play with makeup and dolls and things like that. And so there's like people who believe that they like they should stick to those gender roles, which is a massive issue because people would say that gender is a social con- social construct. Well, hang on, let's 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 go on to this this gender roles thing. What is our opinion on this? Where do we, do we, what do we think of gender roles in general? Do we think they're laden in misogyny? Do we think they make sense? Do you mean gender roles as in like the prehistoric ones that like you said where man is the provider? No, as in like... Well, no, well, I think those, I think those permanent, I think those have permeated to today. Yeah, but the, the more, the more like present ones that actually still get because like no one says oh women should stick to the kitchen anymore unless you're a massive misogynist right and the actual gender roles i think that people are discussing about is like girls being like really feminine men being masculine uh men working as like uh i don't know construction workers women not going into scientists and maths and all that that's those are the general roles that are like so people say are placed on in society. So I think I feel like some of when them it, make sense. When, yeah. yeah, but when it comes, to, you know, some of them make sense, but some of them you can just bum. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Stupid. So, 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 some of them are stupid, but some of them do yeah, make some sense. Are, as in, like, what do you mean, like, women can't go into into the field of science? Of course she can. If she has an interest for it. She has the brain for it. Then she can study and she can go. Of course. Yeah, but the, the this is the thing that a lot of feminists get wrong is they say that oh, science. Like, if you see all the, like the numbers of scientists, you say that there's, like, there'll be, like, 80 to 20% ratio between men and women in I don't science. think that's... And that, that's probably most likely because, like, men grow up more interested in in math or science. I don't think it's because there, there's someone, like, stopping women from becoming interested in, like, math or... But why, why do men grow... Why do you, why do you think... In the theory that you're speaking of, which I don't think is true, but why do you think that men are grown up in sort of a gear towards maths and science, and women are not? Well, I mean that's just what the statistics show. Yeah, but statistics don't really show everything. Like you could say most women weren't given the opportunity. 
or or even well, no, that's not true either because in America or UK now, that everyone that everyone, everyone gets the same opportunity to do what they want, whether or not when they like graduate from university or whatever, they are given a job based on their gender or not. It's a different issue. Okay, I get that, but then in my mind, I've got this this skewed skewed vision of the professor, be it be it a man or a female professor. Most of mine are females. I just want to put that out there. That's fine. That's fine. Most That's not what I'm going are. for. But I'm saying that, um, and and I've I've seen these in movies. I know that's not the like best way to get your experiences from, but but women are often given a harder time in college in college or university when they're studying for this when they're put up against men for I don't know whether it even if it's sports or science they're given a harder time they're told you sense. can't do this. In what sense? Because everything in uni is anonymous. No one knows if you're a man no, or a it's, woman. It's not. It's not. This is see. This is why it would have been good to have X Y Z come on and speak to us. Because I was having this conversation with one an old friend of ours. She brought up uh, surgeons. Now she brought. She also brought up some statistics because she's really into this type of stuff. And she mentioned the current surgeon employment pool or rate is eighty seven percent male, twelve percent female. And she said. Uh, female yeah it's the other what did I, what did I say 87 12. yeah the 1% is the other hey, shut up man anyway <laughs> when when it comes to the applicant pool the men and the women are asked different questions and as a result it usually tends to cause employers when they eventually make their choices at the very minimum to have a bit of more of a skew towards the, the male surgeons shall we say in this case for example, in many, many, many interviews, women are asked, and obviously we don't know this because A, we haven't had many interviews, and B, we're men, so we're probably not going, likely going to be asked this question. But women are always asked. It's got to do with pregnancy. Yes, it is. If they want a child, it means they're out for like... Yeah, yeah it is. And, and because of that, they, um, because they're asked, you know, do you plan on having a child? If they say yes, the employer might be like, well, no, nah, I'm, I'm not having this. Which is yeah, that's fucked. It's not right. It's not. And this no, is no, this is again like, while I agree with you to some extent, there are nuances to this type of situation, to this type of yeah. I, these these, well, these well, that, that wasn't Harry's point. Yeah. Though. No, I know. What I, know. I was mentioning is when or Aaron's either. Like I kind of went into what I was going. I I mentioned that like growing up, there's more likely that males, the statistics show that. It's more likely that males are more interested in these type of things rather than women. After that, after you go through school, after you go through university, that trying to find a job is the problem where you could say maybe it's skewed more towards men. But I feel like in... I don't understand. In university, I don't feel like people differentiate between man and woman. Well, because what, most of what we do is anonymous. No one even sees your name. They just see a number. For uh, for my course and no, that's uh, my uni, let me give you an everything example. Everything is anonymous. When we were in school, you could tell for some teachers there was favoritism towards boys and girls. You could tell. The schools that different. Right. Schools are a very small part of your education. That yeah, but yeah, is invalid. Yeah, like, yeah, I can argue and say that that will be maybe the most important part of your life because if you're if you're experiencing it there, you think okay, this is how it is. And, and if I as a male see that I get favoritism from ex teacher, then okay, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna feel a bit more privileged. And when I go to university and whatnot, I might expect that. And if if I reverse the role, then the women might feel the opposite, and they feel like okay, well, if I'm not gonna get there because of because I'm a woman, then I'm not even gonna try. I'm not even gonna. Do you know, see what I mean? That the school, the high school, shouldn't be. It should be a place where. No one gives a shit whether you're man, woman, female, girl. You're, you're talking about favoritism that exists everywhere, even in the workplace, because that's just how it is. Your people will get along better, people will work together better, people will prefer other people. That's why when it comes to a promotion, and there's four people running for that one promotion, that one space, they're gonna look into it and be like, "I like this guy more. I can feel where he's going more." Because I've spent more time with them, I'm gonna support this person. It makes sense. You need it. You need it to understand. Maybe it's it's not right, yeah. but you can't say that 
oh, I'm not going to get close because that's how it is. Like, there was a lot of teachers who were close to us who didn't even teach us. I don't think uh, what Aaron said really like existed that much in our school. I think it was mostly down. There was a lot of favoritism, but that was mostly down to individuals and not like. And it was specific. usually the individuals who would excel anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like the people sitting at the back of the class who didn't give a crap. It was usually those who would work hard, who would ask the questions, who you would see in their homework and their essays and their tests, their exams, they'd be getting 90s, 9500s. No, definitely. It's just, I feel like... And it's encouraging for a teacher to see yeah, someone definitely. interested. Definitely. It's just, I feel like... Okay, I don't want to say this because I'm privileged, but because I'm a male, I don't. we don't usually see this in action. We're sort of oblivious to it, in, in a sense. So that's why I'm sort of saying, what if this happened during during our lifetime and we still haven't experienced it, we still haven't, haven't seen it in action? And maybe these things are happening, not to us, but to other people around the world. There are instances where things that happen early in our lives just echo. And uh, I read... Yeah, but you can't, like, take all of that out. There's a lot of things that echo for the, be for the better. It works both ways. Like, maybe at a point... It, I feel like it's just the person, how they're going to come out with it. There's a lot of times... How many times were pe successful people, like denied and we're like no you're not good enough disney i bought disney and was like oh it wasn't good enough for a newspaper and look at him like look what he's created i want to i agree with you that that's a that's a very valid point lots of lots of particularly the famous people we know nowadays oprah being a big one faced all sorts of adversity but i was reading an article by uh, a get a columnist on forbes and um, I looked her up because I wanted to see if she was chatting shit or if it was worth reading her article. And uh, she was a former co corporate marketing executive and she obtained a master's in marriage and family therapy. And she calls herself a career success coach, podcaster and a top media source on women. So I was like, all right, fair enough. Let, let me see what she has to say. And a couple of things that I agreed with that she said. Um, she said that one of the biggest things women face, one of the biggest obstacles women face in employment, and when when she said this, I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I don't know, I don't even know if it applies to men. Um, she said that women aren't brave enough. And the reason that they are not brave enough, um, oh, this is an oversimplification, by the way. She said that, Early on, when, when women are young, are young girls and they are growing up, at a certain age when puberty hits, they, there is a preoccupation of their body and their body image that causes these young girls or women to quote, unquote, go under and stagnate in speaking up, innovating, leading, taking the initiative and leads to crises of self-doubt. And this is rooted in a feeling that comes from a patriarchal society. These are her words, not mine. When, when she said this, I was like, that's very interesting. This is not something I've seen, yeah. but I feel like it's more up here, mental. Yeah. Than, uh... See, that's interesting because if if that is true and there's science to prove that, okay, then you know that thing they say about men how we need two extra years compared to women to mature. Mm. Then why can't they put into account that as well? But for women, for for that lost time that they had with their body image and whatnot, why couldn't they implement that into into the women's psyche or to the women's, you know? Because they say, oh, you see a 20-year-old male, he's fucking about, he's got, I don't know, he's driving while under the influence and he's got his T-shirt off and he's dancing and he's fat, whatever. You say, oh, he's, he's a male, you know, he's immature, he's, he's going to, at some point, he's going to grow up. Why not give that, why not give the women a chance to, 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 to do that, to grow into that? Because they lost that in the process of puberty. The Forbes columnist in question is a lady who goes by the name of Kathy Caprino. Should we talk about the waves then? Yeah, go yeah, yeah, go on. Right, so there were, there were, there's three waves to feminism. The first one was in the 19th century, and it, and it went into the early 20th century, and basically it was, it was women's right to vote. That's what they sort of spoke about, and that's what they fought for. 
The second wave was in the 1960s and 1970s, and it was for the equal uh, legal and social rights for women. And the first and uh, the third phase, sorry, is was the beginning of the 1990s, and it was the continuation of phase two of right. the second wave because there were some problems that I'll get into. So, so the first phase, right? This is in the 19th century. I'm going to repeat. Okay. So the first wave promoted equal rights for women opposing the ownership of married women by their husbands they were they were deemed they were deemed to be owned everything they owned was owned by their husbands which means when america was founded the every citizen after the formation of america or the united states of america was a man because women were not regarded as citizens because they were owned by their husbands. Well, that bit fucked me. Uh, when I read that, I'm like, Jesus Christ. So yeah, uh, by the late 19th century, feminist uh, activist, uh, activism was primarily focused on the right to vote. And like you said earlier, uh, the 19th Amendment was, was introduced to the US Constitution in 1919, giving the women the right to vote. There, were all, there was always opposition and division within women when it came to progressive issues. There, were, there was um, a woman called... Catherine Beecher, and she was a teacher. That's funny. Um, she said, and I quote, the moment woman begins to feel the promptings of ambition or the thirst for power, all the sacred protection of religion, the generous promptings of chivalry, all the poetry of romantic gallantry depend upon woman retaining her place as dependent and defenseless and maintaining no rights. Jesus. A woman said this. A teacher as well. She was a fucking teacher. Jesus Christ. And this was synonymous with a cult arising, especially in the 19th century. It was a cult of domesticity and it aimed to keep women in the home in an age where industrialism was slowly taking off. And, and going back to the 19th century, I want to add a couple of things. Um, throughout history, particularly American history. Jesus I mean, we did this in, a, in history. Now GCSEs, like a large part of of uh, of that section of U.S. history, uh, I think it was around the war time, was that people, women themselves, believed that they should be, they should stay to those old-fashioned roles of uh, women not working and staying and being like the housewife and stuff. That was um, like most women in America back then. Like that was a like that was something they all believed. Go on. to the second wave. The second wave is a a woman by the name of Betty Friden. Friden, that's a butchered that pronunciation. But she she was the person who sparked uh, the the second movement, second wave. She can be sort of seen as like a Martin Luther King for women now. You know what I mean? And basically, there's a slogan as well for um for the second wave, which is the personal is political. Oh, I like that. And that basically identified women's uh, cultural and political inequalities as um, inextricably linked, and encouraged women to understand how their personal lives reflected sexist power and structure. The yes. second wave. So the second wave was, was for equality and discrimination. For equal legal and social rights, basically, that that was their that was their target for the second wave. And um, the third one was early nineties. You said early nineties. So yes. Second wave was for nineteen sixties and seventies. Right, and uh, I'm going to also quote um, Betty Friday. She she released a couple of books, but she hypothesized. I'm going to say that again. She hypothesized. Listen to this, this is interesting. I, I enjoyed this. <clears throat> she hypothesized that women are victims of false beliefs requiring them to find identity in their lives through their husbands and children. So essentially, they're losing their own identity from their own family. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that probably still happens to a lot of women today. Yeah. And th this was said in 1960. It's 2020 now. And you can still, you can still, well, we can't really, we can't, we can't really um, 
say that yeah we've experienced this but we can we can tell that this still happens to this day yeah which 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 begs the question has has have things actually changed or well no hang on things have changed i think that goes this goes back to gender roles because i think it's i think you can argue for men they can lose their identity in trying to burden all the pain of trying to like provide for a family yeah because that's still the that's still something that happens today where most families depend on the father i guess i think i I think yeah i think gender roles is is the next the next goal i don't i don't think the male should should feel all this pressure of being the one who provides in a healthy relationship the the members shall we say should decide that between themselves and not it shouldn't be decided by this societal concept so what have you got for the third one uh the third wave was was responding to the perceived failures of the second wave um and the backlash against second wave uh, initiatives and basically the ide- ideolo- ideolo- ide- that was it. ideological yeah those challenges, right? That uh, the definition of femininity. Femininity. This is why I don't use big words. Femininity. That's the one that grew out of the ideas of the second wave. Are arguing that the second wave has overemphasized experiences of race, uh, ethnicity, class, religion, and all the gender. So basically, what they're saying is, yeah. Feminism has been happening across the world, fucking simultaneously with all with the American movement. I feel like it's happening around the world. It's happening in mostly Western countries. It's a big thing. But I, th- I think everywhere apart from the Middle East, like, being honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> even in the Middle East, didn't they weren't women? Women in Saudi Arabia were allowed to drive cars couple of years ago oh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm happy for I was going to say that uh, like, that was a thing only a couple of years ago did they yeah they let them drive the right to drive a car yeah, I should I, feel that privileged that sounds sad I mean we say this but remember when we were doing geography about the one child policy in China Ooh. that's that's a bit morbid fucking hell yeah how they would yeah. throw the girls out do you know this yeah I know that they would yeah I mean that's boy. And that's why in some occasions, if the first one was a woman, a girl, they'd give them a chance to have a second child. Well, that's that's the that's because uh, everyone in China carry on the family name. That was it. Everyone in China was aware of the in the injustice between men and women in China. They knew that a man could get further, or he'd be able to earn more, be able to provide more for for the family. That's why. So it just shows like they were clearly. Like even like someone like China, they were clearly aware of like the the difference in equality. But then, like you could say, like maybe can't say you can just speculate that maybe China isn't as as uh, gender. Uh, what's that term you used? Balance. No, the the term you used. Uh, so like men go a blue collar jobs and they work, and then women play with dolls and make. Gender roles. Yes, yeah, so maybe they're not accustomed to gender roles yet. As much as we are over here in the West. I would say it's uh, no, the opposite. Would, uh, it's uh, yeah. more towards gender roles that the man is yeah, able to provide yeah. more because yeah. he's a man. Yeah, so that's what I meant. That's what they're saying about the third wave is that they over-experienced over and overemphasized all this and they're sort of uh, not taking into account their emphasized experiences of race, ethnicity, class, religion, gender and nationality. So, so that's, that's basically bringing it, bringing the issue internationally and not just, just to the women's rights in, say, America, of American women, for example. They're trying to take the experience international. I mean, no, it's just, it's just, it's mad to, to even think about this because we're, I feel like even Cyprus is, is country we, we 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 are also coming out of some crazy crazy ideas that's true 
So, like, like even for us hearing it, which, which sometimes we are back months ago. <laughs> a couple months ago. <laughs> Seven months ago, we didn't have phones. We, we, we didn't know what podcast was. We, we, we were in loincloths. We, we tied um, strings between our houses and connected the, the, cups, the cups. cups and spoke to each other, didn't we? <laughs> you can do that in Cyprus. Everyone's close enough. My, my grand didn't have a toilet, so she shit outside in the garden. No, my mum was doing years that. Ago. My mum and dad were doing that yeah. back in the day. And our Ferrari was a donkey. Yeah. Like that would be like a luxury car back in the day. No, no, that, that's <laughs> a, that's day. a long time ago. <laughs> back in the day, talking about fucking sixty years ago. Uh, sorry, I'd be, why do we? Why do we always just like veer off massively? Because because that's what we do. We yeah. just we waffle. I wanna. <laughs> I want to go back to, you know, the, the madness that this lady said back in, back in the day. Uh, there, were, there was a dog. There was a dog. No, there wasn't. There was books published and pertaining to, to women. And, um, and it was given to the young girls at the time. We're talking 19th century now. And they would be titled things like, Woman, a man's best friend. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. Jesus Christ. And like yeah. So they they had to the women had to start from from nothing. They had to they had to begin first of all fighting to be looked at as people, then fighting to be looked at as something beyond property, then fighting to be able to have their own wage their own legal rights, the terms to have their own contracts. And they were, they were, we did prohibition in school. It was women who drove that change. To make it legalized. To make it illegal. Because, because, um, (laughs) uh, 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 yeah, go on. (laughs) Right. So they wanted to make, uh, alcohol illegal, right? Yeah. That's because they didn't want their husbands getting drunk and beating them up, man. Though that's actually like what? Because there was there was, <laughs> what? There was, I was gonna say that's that a joke, too. but that's the actual reason. Yeah. What? There was, was there was such a too. high amount of domestic abuse yeah. that women banded together and they realized that if they wanted to make a change, they had and to alcohol fight. Alcohol is the problem. I mean, most of the alcohol. It was extremely the... easy to get alcohol back in the day. Yeah. Well, it's difficult now. It's difficult now, but it was much easier. It, it's okay. harder now than it was back then. Were they getting moonshine? They yeah. pushed. They pushed. They realized if they wanted to push this thing through, in order to protect their families, because their husbands were too fu- busy getting drunk and beating them and all that shit. I remember in our history book there was there was a, a, a an account that. Um, uh, babies were there was there was a, a higher mortality rate back then, and one of the reasons was because the children would sleep with their parents in the same bed, and the man, more often than not, due to him being drunk, would roll over his own child and smother them to death, and he wouldn't notice because he was too drunk. And so, yeah, this this inspired things like the Women's Christian Temperance Union to. to oh, I remember that. What's that? It was a bunch of Christian women who who pushed for prohibition. And they succeeded. And they succeeded, damn right. But obviously prohibition was a disaster and they had to roll it back. But because they pushed for prohibition, they eventually got the the federal government to pass the 19th Amendment. It was in 1919, right? I think it was ratified in 1920. Right. It's been a hundred years. Fuck me. It's only been a hundred years since women have been allowed to vote in the States. Aren't we a terrific How much society? was it in the UK? When were the women allowed to vote in the UK? China. I don't know. Chinese government's listening. Women were allowed to vote in the UK. Okay. While you're searching. 1918 was an... Important date, but okay. in UK history, but right. it wasn't for another ten years before when women were allowed Jeez. to vote. Twenty-eight, Paul Lagan. Jeez. Okay. I feel like I feel like we can. We said quite a bit. Yeah. Like we can end it on on this question. Is that Ruth Green? Yes. yes. No. <laughs> 
I feel like that it's not. It is green. No, it is. It's it's, it's got a yellowy tint to it. Oh, fuck that, off, man. It's fucking green. green. I can tell you have to stare at that roof a lot. <laughs> it's green. Why would you stare at someone's roof? No, no, you can't. Why are you staring at someone's roof or through the window? Was the dress the was the dress blue and, and black or was it gold and white? It was gold and white. It was gold was and it white. Laurel or Yanni? Fucking who cares? It was it was both depending on how like You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Black and blue. Laurel. It was black and blue. You saw black and blue? Yeah. If we get the photo and we all looked at it now, it'd be would black you and say blue. black and blue? Yes. Yes. yes, yes. That's why that shit exploded. Kind of that is black and blue, bro. That's black and blue. Are you saying that's white and gold? White there's no, there's no. <laughs> it's black and blue. Are you fucking serious? Are you being serious right now? Hey, you don't fuck with me. It's no. I swear to God, that is there was, white. There was, there was black and blue. There was one instance where I looked at it and I was like, oh, it's white and gold. But then straight away it went back to black and blue, and I've never been able to understand what I did. That, that is black and blue. That yeah, the that whole ha- point is that it's both, and that your brain just decides which one it is based on. It's black yeah, that's blue. black and blue still. That's white and that's gold. No, 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 no. That's black and that's blue. Yeah. See, I can see this is slowly turning to yellow, but like the rest, this is clearly blue. And on that bombshell. We will see you next week. We will definitely be coming back to this topic and it's several, several nuanced and complex issues. Thank Thank you very much much. for listening. Have a great day. If you know anyone who wants to sponsor us, you can email us at www.com. That's not email. (laughs) (laughs) See you next week.